0: Okay, real quick, what's the easiest choice you can make? Maybe it's not picking the middle seat on an airplane, or maybe it is going to bed a little bit earlier. What about selling on Shopify? That might not be the first thing that you think of, but let me tell you, it is a really easy choice to make. Because Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Plus, you can make your shop yours because Shopify makes it so easy for you to show up exactly the way you want to. You can customize your online store to your style with these gorgeous, flexible templates and powerful tools. They even have this thing called Shopify magic where you can whip up captivating content that converts. So from blog posts to product descriptions, it'll just whip it up for you. How easy is that? And once you start selling, Shopify makes getting paid simple by instantly accepting every type of payment, which is huge when you're selling online. Plus, I have to say they offer phenomenal support to help you every single step of the way. So just like not choosing a middle seat on an airplane, make the easy decision and sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com mindful, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com mindful now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com mindful hello everyone welcome to this episode of the mindful in minutes podcast today we are going to be talking all about different manifestation rituals ideas and practices and yeah that's it i apologize if i sound a little bit different Um, i'm recording in my bedroom instead of my little closet unfortunately when i'm recording this um just maybe a week or two before it releases. Um, A little bit of COVID has hit our house. So the basement, including the recording closet are all a part of the quarantine level. And um, then the main level is the uh, non-quarantine level. So I am actually feeling a little bit nostalgic because I don't know If you, I'm sure a lot of people did this, but this reminds me of like the days when I was living at like my parents' house and like your bedroom was like all you had and I would, you know, work there and like dream there and it just, everything was like in my bedroom because that was like that little space that I had that was mine and so I've brought up like my little microphone and the little arm that it is on and I've attached that to like my nightstand and I'm sitting here on my bed uh, making a podcast and it feels very much like the you know the good old days of just dreaming and trying to build a business and still living at my parents house and working in my bedroom so you know making the best of what I have but that part is like I don't know just I feel a little nostalgic feels a little bit fun um I don't think that we have any announcements I'm trying to think I don't think so. Um, other than I appreciate you. You are wonderful. Thank you, everyone that has been leaving those five star reviews and five star ratings on Spotify. It helps me out so much. Um, I think like the number one way that people stumble across this podcast organically is through the charts, or also like if it is um, promoted like on Spotify anywhere. And the way that you get those promoted spots are in the charts, um, and all we all live and die by these algorithms, is uh, it takes a big chunk of. Like, not only how many people are listening, but then how many people are, like, quote, engaging through, like, reviews and things. So when you leave reviews or ratings, um, you know, five stars, please. Uh, <laughs> uh, if you want to tell me that you think I'm a horrible human being and leave an unkind one-star review, that absolutely is your right. But I would, you know, question, do you maybe need a little bit more meditation if that is what you are being called to do? you know, maybe take a few deep breaths and then decide if that's, if that's what you want to do. That's what I personally try to do when I'm irritated by something, but you know, that's just my, that's just my two cents. Um, I believe in, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all, but you know, to each their own. Uh, But anyway, so if you've been doing that or if you would be willing to do that, I appreciate that a lot um, because it's always my hope and my intention that when I put an episode out or put a, meditation out I before I hit publish I always set an intention and my intention is may this episode or this meditation um, may it reach the people who need to hear it so that's always my intention and so when you help support and engage in the podcast then it helps me just do that and make my dream a reality so I appreciate all of you And yeah, let's dive right into um, manifestation now that I have sounded like the mother that I am (laughs) saying things like, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. But uh, yeah, feeling a little sassy recording in my bedroom. I was thinking about this as I was getting already. ready. I had a little chuckle to myself because I was like, what I should do is I should be recording a sleep meditation because I'm always joking about how, you know, we're sleeping together or I'm in bed with you. But then if I was recording the sleep meditation, we would be in bed together pretty much at the same time when it was being created and when it was listening. So I thought about that, but that wasn't on the recording schedule for today. So we'll just, I don't know, maybe you're in bed listening about manifestation. So, yesterday's meditation, if you're listening when this is released, was a money manifestation meditation. And in almost five years of creating this podcast, I've never created a money manifestation meditation on this topic, even though you guys request it a lot. So, since I wanted to explore, you know, just some manifestation, and we haven't done a practice like that in a while, I thought, why not give you guys what you want and give you a money manifestation meditation? And especially because I feel like manifestation is just really popular. It's really hot right now. Um, It's definitely not a new thing it's very in vogue right now but you know the idea of law of attraction or that your thoughts have power or like attracts like like these aren't new concepts these go you know way 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 back but I think that especially on social media and maybe it's just like you know the algorithms or my like for you page or whatever that is showing me a lot of you know manifest this instantly kind of things like these little manifestation like tips and tricks and I feel like a lot of people are very curious in manifestation and we're not just going to be specifically talking about like manifesting money or abundance but just in general general manifestations because I find that the times that I've personally really worked with manifestation for me personally I don't always I don't usually try to manifest like something specific and it's not even like there's no reason for that it's not like I don't believe that you can't manifest something specific I do but for me personally when I'm manifesting something a lot of times I'm working towards like a longer goal or something bigger or something a little bit broader or welcoming in something into my life instead of manifesting like something Specific immediately, and you can use it for whatever you want. I think that when it comes down to your practice, whether it's a manifestation practice or if it is a meditation practice or whatever kind of practice you have, it's all about what feels good and right to you and finding the formula that works best for you. So, for me personally, when I work with manifestation, I like to work kind of on a broader a scale and working towards maybe something that's a little bit farther in the future, but you can use it however you want to use it. So we're going to dive into not so much like what manifestation is. Uh, I believe I've done a manifestation episode a little bit back. If I can find it, I'll link to it in the show notes. And I think that a lot of us are pretty familiar just generally with the idea of manifestation or have heard of it or understand the concept. But what I want to share is some of my personal favorite manifestation-like practices and rituals. But before we dive into that, it's important to remember that manifestation is a powerful tool, but it isn't the only tool. So often manifestation will require that you are also working on your end to meet your goals and make your dreams happen. And it isn't just a total like universe giving free for all. It can be, but often you have to not only get clear on what you want and have a positive intention but you have to also then work on your end to continue to work towards your goals so for example um, i'm going to talk about the very first time that i ever manifested and was opened up to this idea i was working on manifesting yoga for you is when i was starting my business and i couldn't just you know manifest it and think about it and i'll you know, when we get to that technique, I'll tell you exactly what I did. But then I also had to work on building yoga for you and do the things that I had to do to start my business, right? It wasn't just going to fall in my lap. So I absolutely, you know, believe that the universe was helping me out and was giving me just guidance and, you know, definitely just, doing some magical, wonderful things for me. And I had to uphold my end of the bargain by also putting in the work, building the foundation of my business and, you know, doing the things on my end as well. It's also important to remember that you need to have a positive intention with your manifestation, unless you want that negativity to come back to you tenfold. So I suppose you could work on manifesting like your enemy's downfall, although hopefully I don't think any of our beautiful listeners would want to do that. We aren't petty, spiteful people, I don't think. Um, And all of the petty, spiteful people that I already said, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Uh, They've already turned me off and they're like, well, this lady's not for us. And they, they turned me off and moved on to another podcast and that's all right. But you can absolutely, like the power of thought, you can use that, you know, for good or for evil, I guess, like sounds a little dark to say evil, but, you know, our thoughts are powerful and it is possible to, you know, manifest negativity or if you're really thinking about something not so delightful happening to someone that's maybe scorned us or upset us. Actually, I was just scrolling on Instagram right before I uh, hit record on this and it was like, you know, the secret to getting back at someone and then it was like, actually don't, don't be like the people that hurt you, like rise above that. And I was like, oh my gosh, that is, you know, that's just so it. Like why focus on being right or, you know, wanting to prove someone wrong or, you know, sinking down to their level, Um, you know, just rising above and just trying our best not to become those people. And also um, it's my understanding that you know, I've never tried to use, personally tried to use manifestation for this very reason um, in a negative way, but it will, I do believe in, you know, what goes around, comes around. And so it'll come back to you uh, tenfold. So just something to keep in mind. And there also needs to be trust. Trust is the other really, really important piece of manifestation. You need to trust that it will come to you at the right time in the right way. So yes, you have to be clear. Yes, you you know need to do the work on your end, but you also need to trust that there may be a certain level of the universe working in mysterious ways and bringing you what you need. At the right time. It's not always what we want at the time we want it. So there needs to be a level of trust too. And that's kind of the secret sauce of manifestation is that when you're working on manifesting something, you need to trust that it will be yours at the right time in the right way. I think about this too when I was working on, you know, manifesting yoga for you. It didn't even have a name yet. So I didn't know, Um, you know, I just called it a thriving yoga business. And I think now, like years back, when I was doing this first manifestation and, you know, just dreaming of having a business like yoga for you, like Mindful In Minutes. It was just a dream at that point. And I think about, you know, at the time I would have wanted like exactly what I was doing right now, like right then, like I wanted it like immediately. I was so ready. I was so excited about it. Like I just wanted, you know, I wanted to be doing retreats, and I wanted to be doing this and that and all of these things. And if it would have come to me immediately, right when I wanted it or when I started manifesting it, at this point, like eight years ago, I wouldn't have been able to handle it. It also, I, I just. I wouldn't have been able to handle it. And I didn't realize it at the time, but there was so much more learning that I needed to do. I needed to grow as my business grew. I needed to learn more. I needed to do more training. I needed to slowly get these things that I needed for my business and to create what I've created with yoga for you, if it would have just been handed to me, you know, where it is now in this year in this little packaged up thing and handed, you know, right to me, I probably would have imploded it because I wouldn't have known like what to do. I wouldn't have had the tools that I needed in my toolbox. And I only gained those tools through, you know, time and through experience and through failure and through picking myself back up after failure. That's how I built what I built. And I firmly believe that the universe was giving me what I needed when I needed it, instead of just kind of giving me that end result. So just remember, there has to be a certain level of trust. And I have definitely gained more trust, as I use hindsight to look at when I'm manifesting things, how I got what I needed when I needed it, instead of getting what I wanted when I wanted it. So I just have a few of my personal favorite, I have like six, I'll call it like five and a half. Um, The last one isn't really like, well, I guess it kind of counts. Six of my favorite manifestation rituals and practices that I wanted to share with you. So the first one is the obvious. It is low hanging fruit and it is practicing manifestation meditation. You become super powerful at manifesting when you quiet your mind. When you quiet your mind, when you dial in, when you get to a meditative space, like that is where you can really get into that like manifestation place and where you can really get clear. So using a manifestation meditation, it'll look like this. You'll quiet your mind. You'll make your ask. You'll visualize your life as if you already have this thing. And then you'll ask again. And you'll close your meditation. And you can manifest anything. You can have something very specific that you want to manifest. Or you can, you know, have something that's more general. So it could be as specific as like what your order at Starbucks would be. Where you're like, okay, universe, I need whatever. The equivalent of a triple shot blonde Americano that, I don't know, I'm a, I am just drink I I have very boring orders, so mine, you know, is not a good example, Um, but recently I have been ordering um, lots of fun drinks for my husband. He likes to have, like, the fun Starbucks drinks, and I just kind of drink, like, Americanos or whatever, but you can manifest something specific, uh, like you are going to Starbucks and ordering a complicated drink, or you can kind of manifest something that's a little bit more generic, like when I was manifesting, you know, a thriving yoga business, that's more generic. That's like walking into Starbucks and being like, I would like coffee, please. Or I would like something with caffeine, please. Uh, It's not necessarily super specific, but you are in the right place to get something with caffeine if you want it. So you can be as specific or general as you want. There is a school of thought that the more specific you are, the faster it comes to you. I don't know if I believe that. Again, it goes back to this idea of I think the universe will really take care of us and we'll get what we need when we need it. So, you know, you can you can decide how you feel about that one. Also, when you are manifesting and you're doing manifestation meditation, Make sure that you're still being aware of what thoughts you're having during the day. You may be positive during your meditation. You may feel really magnetic and expansive and like you're manifesting all these beautiful things into your life. But then what happens after you close that meditation and you go back into like your everyday? Do we have negative self-talk going on? Are we thinking, you know, that we can't do it or we could never have that? You know, that thing can't be ours. So just be aware you do not have to become obsessive over your thoughts where any little negative or you know, not necessarily a positive thought that you're having. It's like, oh no, I ruined everything. But just try to be aware and do that thought audit that we talk about all the time. Just be the observer and notice if generally you're having kind of these negative thoughts or limiting beliefs, or you're just generally not thinking very positively, that can get in the way of your manifestation. So make sure that we're not just being positive and magnetic and expansive during our manifestation meditation, but that we're also um, doing it with our thoughts in everyday life when we're walking around not meditating my second favorite practice this is the one that i used when i was dreaming of yoga for you write it on a piece of paper and infuse it with energy this is the first manifestation ritual or practice that i ever did so i learned about this in a reiki training that i was doing so i am reiki trained um, technically i'm a reiki master <laughs> which like, I don't know. I do not consider I don't consider myself a master of anything, but I guess that's technically the title. Um, but yeah, I don't consider myself a master of anything. Something like, I don't know. A master of chaos maybe. No, not really. That's pork chop. But I was doing this Reiki training, and I think it was when I was doing level two, and they taught this technique, and you do not have to be Reiki trained to do this. I'm going to tell you how to do it, even if you aren't familiar with any kind of energy work or energy healing or Reiki, but the way that they taught us is, you know, you kind of call forward the Reiki energy, you do, you know, what you're supposed to do to do that. You write your dream or what it is that you're manifesting on a piece of paper, a small one, fold it up, hold it in your hands, kind of like you were almost holding like a little, you know, egg in your hand and you didn't want to squish it. So hold it between your two hands and um, you just start to infuse energy into that piece of paper, almost like you're breathing energy and life into that dream. So even if you don't do energy healing or Reiki or anything like that, you still can do this practice. So you take your dream, you take your manifestation, write it down, tear off that piece of paper, hold it in your hands, and then imagine just this beautiful supportive expansive energy like universal energy moving through you I like to visualize it coming in like through the crown of my head like the light is pouring in to my head and then going down uh, my neck and through my shoulders down to my hands um, and into that piece of paper so that's how I personally like to visualize it some people I know like to draw it up from their feet Um, so it goes from the feet like up their body to their hands you can decide what feels better for you. When I think about a time where I had to trust my gut, I think the first thing that comes to mind is when I started leading retreats. And although everyone was like, what? You're just going to meet a bunch of strangers halfway across the world and do a retreat. I was like, yes, I am. And I followed my gut. And it is one of my favorite things that I do today. And I think there's a reason to trust your gut. And it's because your whole body's health starts there and that is one of the reasons why i love seeds ds01 daily symbiotic it is a new standard in probiotics its non-fermenting formula is backed by clinical trials and scientific studies which we love and delivers more of what you need where you need it. And I personally have been loving seed so much because I feel like by the end of the day, I don't have that kind of uncomfy bloated feeling that I used to have. And I didn't realize this, but probiotics can actually help maintain a more youthful look. It can kind of smooth out the appearance of fine lines and wrinkles. And I feel like I've been getting a lot of compliments on my skin lately, which is so cool. It's not just about how I'm feeling, but science is backing this up too, because seed is a broad spectrum probiotic and prebiotic formulated with 24 clinically and scientifically studied strains for whole body benefits so listen to your gut with seeds ds01 daily symbiotic go to seed.com mindful and use code 25 mindful to get 25 percent off your first month that's 25 percent off your first month of seeds ds01 daily symbiotic at seed.com mindful code 25 mindful So you call in that energy and you bring it in through your arms, through your hands into that piece of paper. So it's just like you're infusing energy and life into that dream. You also can speak it out loud if that feels good to you. Um, You can say it three times or more. There's a lot out there. If you start Googling, there's so many different, you know, people will say like 777 or 369. Like there's all these different theories out there as to how many times you speak out loud a manifestation for it to become true. I think that you can use your intuition and you can, if you are speaking it out loud, say it as many times until your intuition says that's good enough. Uh, So that may be for me, a lot of times it's like three times, but it might be different for you, but you take that piece of paper, just infuse it with energy until you feel like it's all the way filled up. And then you can take that piece of paper, you can either keep it somewhere safe where you can look at it and it can be a reminder of what you're working towards. There's also a version where you take that piece of paper and you burn it after the fact. Fires make me a little nervous, so I tend to not burn too many things, but it's very common to, a uh, very common practice to burn that piece of paper when you're done with it. Um, another manifestation practice and rituals to manifest during the new moon. So I know this one is a little bit woo-woo, but woo-woo is fun, right? And energetically speaking, new moons are the time of manifestation. It is the time to welcome in the new. So you can do a manifestation meditation during the new moon. You could go outside when you're manifesting in, you know, the darkness, that low moonlight, and you can you know, practice your manifestation you could do any of these practices that I'm going to share you could do that during the new moon and it kind of works as this like manifestation amplifier so full moons are great times for like releasing and letting go and then new moons are wonderful for like welcoming in starting new things and manifesting so if you like to work with the moon and the moon cycles new moons can act as manifestation amplifiers I don't do that one a ton but I know a lot of people who do Um, my friend and fellow podcaster Ashley Sondergaard if you are an astrology person you will love her podcast it's called Yoga Magic but she is like my personal like astrology guru in person sometimes I'll text her and I'll be like Ashley I want to do like this project when is a good time to start it or like when would it be a good like launch time and I don't know how she knows well she looks at my birth chart because she just she just knows you know my at this point my birth date time and location because we're friends like that and she'll just be like oh well according to your chart I think that May fifteenth would be a wonderful time for you to invite in this new endeavor <laughs> and it's so wonderful and so helpful and she's always telling me um, about how new moons are great for manifestation and I know she practices that a lot um, with great success. The fourth practice is vision boarding. So I recently got into vision boarding for the new year and I loved it. I was alone on New Year's Eve this year while I wasn't I mean, I wasn't really alone, but my husband was working an overnight shift. He was working like a 48-hour shift and Porkchop and Mila were sleeping. So I decided that I wanted to do a vision board. I love in particular doing kind of a dreaming of the future manifestation practice around the change of the new year. I'm not huge on like resolutions or anything like that but i do like the general collective energy of like starting anew and starting fresh and the change to a new year um right around that change so i did a vision board and i really really enjoyed the practice so you can absolutely do this on paper and like cut out pictures from magazines or whatever you have i didn't really have anything of that so i did it online where you can like click and drag pictures even like canva has um, uh, vision board like templates and things but you can like click and drag pictures and then you can print it out so that's what I did and I feel like it just really helps you get clear on what you want whether it's for the year or for the season or whatever it is like you don't just have to do a vision board for the upcoming year it could be anytime you're feeling really pulled or getting that nudge to do a practice like this um, you can do a vision board I personally just like to do it around. The new year. And I think it just really helps you get clear on like what you want and then finding images that speak to that I think can be really powerful because you're thinking about what you want and what it will look like in your life. And then hang the vision board somewhere you will see it often. I have mine hanging by my desk a lot of what was on my vision board had to do with like my business and like my personal growth so that is something that I want to look at and see a lot before I sit down to work every day so that's where mine is hanging but you can hang yours uh, wherever it feels right for you Then the fifth practice is soul write and journal or speak it to a friend. So one ritual that you can do is soul writing. And I know we've talked about soul writing before, or if you've come to one of the virtual retreats, we've done some soul writing there um, as part of the retreat. And you can journal or soul write on what it is that you're manifesting. So the way that you would do this is you quiet your mind. We're going to do a little breathing, a little meditation, really quieting the mind. And we're not doing like a full-blown manifestation meditation. Think of it more as like just coming to a place of stillness and trying to clear the mind and quiet the body to kind of become this like empty vessel and get to that meditative space. Then what you're going to do is you're going to grab a journal or a piece of paper and you're just going to start free writing. The reason it's called soul writing is it's you really are you're going to try your best to not overthink it, right? We're trying to write from the soul and just have that information come from that true self, that soul space, that higher self. So then once you're in that meditative space, you're just going to start writing about what it is that you're manifesting. So what is it going to be like? And it's important that when you're writing right in the present tense, like you already have it. So you're writing about, you know, the life that you have with this thing or what it feels like to have it right in the present tense. And just like Don't edit, just free flow, just write, 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 write until you feel like you're done and then you can take that piece of paper. Again, you can hold it in your hands, you can send it some love, you could burn it, you could save it or put it somewhere that you'll see it often to remind you of what you're working towards. But soul writing is a really great practice. You also can do a variation of this where you speak it into existence by grabbing a friend who also loves manifestation or wants to try this with you. I think this is a fun little one. Um, And you can just have a conversation together as if you're both living the life of your dreams, so in the present tense. So you're just going to talk, it might feel a little funny at first, but you're just going to talk like you're catching up after you haven't seen each other in a while and you're just filling each other in on what's happening in life, but you're speaking from the life that you're manifesting. So present tense and you're just talking, you're like, oh my gosh, that's amazing that you have, you know, the partner of your dreams I actually just had this thing happen in my life and you're just having like a casual fun conversation as if you're living in your dream lives and it's just kind of a fun way to manifest with a friend and it's also I think really nice to hear about your friend's dreams too like for me that feels really uplifting and expansive so uh, that is something that you could do a variation on that. The sixth and final practice is not necessarily a full manifestation practice, but it is practicing gratitude. So it can be so easy to always be looking ahead at what you want to manifest next or what's coming up next, but make sure that you are taking the time to turn inward, to reflect and practice gratitude for what you already have and what has already manifested into your life. So gratitude is not only a high vibrational thing, but it is so important that we also focus on what has come into our lives and the good that already surrounds us. There's probably so so many things that you have manifested before that are now just part of your everyday life and you don't take the time to recognize it and be like wow like I used to only dream of this thing but now it's here and it's in my life and making sure that we're practicing gratitude daily I think is is ideal and practicing gratitude is like sending a little thank you letter to the universe for giving you what you wanted or what you needed or what you manifested so yeah, those are my personal six favorite manifestation practices and rituals. I'd be so curious to hear from all of you, and you know if you have a different manifestation practice or ritual that you like, like feel free to let me know. Um, you can DM me on Instagram. Like I love hearing about these different practices and learning new things. I think it's so fun. So the question of the day this comes from a lovely person on Instagram. I don't know if you wanted me to say your instagram handle or not um in case you wanted to keep this question private so i'm not going to but if you ask this question i appreciate you um you had asked if i had any suggestions for not wanting people or friends approval so much and you also were curious if i had any mantra recommendations so this could be its own podcast episode and maybe i will do this because i think There's just so much more to dive into. But the short answer is that we seek others' approval when we aren't feeling super secure and happy with who we are. So instead of looking for the approval from those outside of us, we need to start by working on the approval and love that we can feel from within us. So when we learn how to love and accept ourselves, then we're no longer burdened by wanting that approval from others. So practicing more self-love And I just think that you'll find that once you start to approve of yourself, love yourself a little bit more, accept yourself a little bit more, that you'll naturally start to care a little bit less about other people's approval. Also making sure that you are surrounding yourself with people who love you for who you are and they don't make you feel like you need their approvals. Like they are, they love you, they approve of you. So doing your best to surround yourself with the kind of people that would, you know, that already love you and approve of you and and don't ever make you feel like you need to like prove yourself or that you need to work for their approval. Uh, And then a mantra for this might be something like, I am proud of the person that I am and I accept myself fully. So hopefully that uh, answers your question or gives you some insight. And you know, maybe I will do a free form episode on this um, sometime because I think that's something that I know a lot of us struggle with and it, you know, it gets me every once in a while too of like feeling like you need other people's approval or like you want people to like you or, you know, you want people to like see you and, you know, maybe we'll dive into this um, in a full freeform episode at some point. And then something that is currently making me happy. So I've really been enjoying making connections and opening doors for those around me. Not to say that like, oh, I can just open so many doors for people, but I've really been enjoying doing that when I can. But a while back, I saw this thing on Instagram and it said, surround yourself with women who would say your name in a room of opportunity. And I read that and it really resonated with me. And I was like, yes, I not only you know want to surround myself with those type of women, but I also want to be that type of a person who would happily say someone's name in a room of opportunity. So I've really just been feeling good. And I just feel like it's a very uplifting practice to if you see like an opportunity for someone that you know is doing great work to recommend them or to leave them a you know nice review or if someone's like oh I've really been thinking about doing like energy healing or I want to do an energy healing session and I could just be like oh well you need to check out Cassie Yule like she's you know who I do energy healing with like she's amazing and I've just really been enjoying this and I yeah that's just really making me happy and I've been finding the more that I do it and it's not that I like wouldn't do this before but I've just been trying to make more of a conscious effort to if it seems like someone is seeking someone or something and I happen to know someone who fulfills that something like oh my gosh what a great opportunity to make a connection for these people who seem like they're seeking each other for something so I've just been finding that to be really fun and uplifting so if you want to be that type of person which I'm sure you already are not only surrounding yourself with other people that would say your name in a room of opportunity but saying other people's names in a room of opportunity and maybe being that connector for some really wonderful magical thing to happen. So that is all that I have for you today. Know that I appreciate you and I hope that wherever you are, that you are doing well, that you're finding little moments of happiness. And I just have so much gratitude for you. So thank you so much for listening this far.